0: Hi, I'm Coach Will Robbins, and you're listening to Unlocking Your Golfing Potential podcast with Golf WRX. Welcome to the podcast, Unlocking Your Golfing Potential. My name is Will Robbins, and I'm going to be your coach. And over these next weeks, I'm going to show you how to shoot your lowest scores by getting rid of all the thinking, unlocking your skills, and playing the best golf of your life.
1: My name is Cordy Walker. I'm gonna be joining us all for the journey uh, and kind of asking some questions and guiding these conversations as we we talk about the world of, of coaching, what that means and how it can help you get better results. Uh, Will, before we get into this, tell us a little
0: bit about yourself. Well, Cordy, the fact is nobody really cares who I am. If people listen to this podcast, is actually because they wanna get better at golf and shoot lower scores. So my thought would be, let's go and dig right into talking about how people can actually start to play better golf and decipher through so much of the junk that's out there to really find the things that are going to help them become better golfers. And then once they start to get some results, maybe they'll be interested in who I am, actually am. All
1: right. All right. I can confirm you are a golf coach though. I, I can. I am that. Yes. I can yes, confirm I that. Yes. <laughs> um, it, but you're not a normal coach and in, in like, I don't rock up and say, Hey, Will, uh, I need an hour lesson because I am slicing my driver today, which is, which is true, but, um, I, that's not how you work.
0: No, I think, uh, I think, you know, my, my career in, in golf coaching, uh, is focused on transitioning from that sort of instructor model over to a coach. And I think that's what, most golfers really need to understand the difference between those two and i think most golfers really need to start looking for a coach and looking for results rather than just information and i think the instruction model Uh, has really gone down the information highway and um, information doesn't lead to results unfortunately in this game all the time, you know? So I think it's, it's much better for us to start to look at, you know, how does a player accomplish goals rather than how do we get more information about how to fix a slice or how to keep our club face square or what our grip should be, or another 10,000 things that you could
1: list off that golf instructors will talk about. So I'm sure Golfers have heard this coach title used more often lately because it's kind of become the thing to do Um, But I doubt that most know what it actually means. Could you define it? Like what does that mean to you when you put coach in front of your name?
0: Yeah, well, let's uh, yeah, let's start with what it's not so I, I think a lot of pros nowadays will say I'm a coach and if you ask them what that is they'll say well I teach the golf on the course and I teach the mental and I teach club fitting and I teach physical and diet and and I'm like, okay, that's a holistic, you know, instructor. So you've got all all the aspects of of the game, which is really good. That's a really key part to have. At least, you know, you've moved on from just teaching swing and technique and you've moved into, to all aspects of the game. That's fantastic. But, uh, that's, that's not really what a coach is. I think the best way for us to look at, at coaching is to start to understand outside of the game of golf. You know, when you had a coach when you were a kid, they they picked the team for you. You know, they they didn't let you be the quarterback if you were no good at throwing the ball. They picked who they were going to have on their team so that they could win. And their common goal was you as players and them as a coach were focused on success. So I think the first thing that we start to understand about a coach is a coach picks their players They don't just welcome them in and say, yeah, you want a lesson? Come and work with me. It's, you know, some coaches may be specifically working with elite juniors, others, beginners, others, only ladies. It's not have to be about great players, but it's I'm picking a certain area and I'm going to have a common goal for this, for this team. And this team might be for a group of ladies who are looking to break 80 for the first time. You know, it's what are the key things that I'm going to give you that you actually need to accomplish that goal? So there's accountability There's a common goal and the coach tells you what you need. Whereas in instruction, you go and tell the professional, I'd like to work on my slice, please, because I think it will get me to break 80. Whereas a coach says, no, I know what's going to get you to shoot less than 80. And this is what you're going to work on. So it's a a very different dynamic than the current model of instruction.
1: Gotcha. And how does that typically play out is, is that still on the range in an hourly hourly kind of concept or like what is working with a coach mean in kind of like a practical sense
0: well in a practical sense i mean again let's let's look at why i believe the current instruction model is broken and because it'll it's often easier to understand what it is by understanding what it's not is that most players go to their coach or instructor and say um, I want to work on my driver and I'd like to do it next Tuesday at 3.30. And so they set up a lesson and then the the pro comes in and, and says, what would you like to work on? I'd like to work on my driver. Now, <clears throat> the instructor probably knows for sure it's not their driver that's the problem. They're probably poor at chipping. They have a bad mental attitude. They play way too aggressive. They don't practice particularly well. They have way too high expectations. And they those all need to be addressed. But the model says, if you'd like the $100 I'm about to hand you, we're going to work on driver. So you become the servant. And, um, you know, I don't know how easily a coach can succeed if if they are a servant to their players. I understand in some ways on a more spiritual level that could be true. But the fact is, is that you have to direct your players in the right direction. And so you give them the driver lesson and then they say, you know what, I'm going to go and practice that and I'll call you when I'd like to come back. So it's in the players hands what they want to work on when they want to work on it. And when they're going to come back and see you. So how possibly can you, even if you're a holistic coach that works on all aspects of the game, help that player to their goals? You know, I mean, think about it, Corey. I mean, if with a personal trainer, if you said, look, I'm going to work out when I'd like to work out, eat what I'd like to eat, um, go on the specific things that I'd like to go on in the gym. And I'll tell you when I'm going to come next I don't care how much weight you'd like to lose, you're not gonna lose any weight because you've taken all of the control out of the trainer's hands and put it in yours. Well, guess what? You're overweight because you don't know how to control your eating, you don't know how to control working out, you don't 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 know all these things, and that's why you've hired someone to help you. But in the golf industry, we go to an instructor and say, look, I don't know how to break 90, but I think I do, so I'm gonna try and fix myself and here's what I want you to teach me. And it's just a broken model, it doesn't work, and it's not, it's not that we don't need swing instruction. It's not that we don't need guys that are just focused on technique. But the fact is, is that if we want to get seriously good results and we want to get people guaranteed results to shoot lower scores, then you have to put them into a platform or a model that works and, and, and the hourly model doesn't. And so hopefully that kind of shows us, well, if that's what doesn't work, what is it that does work? And that's obviously have a common goal have a coach that's going to hold you accountable, have a coach that's going to give you what you need rather than what you want. He's going to get you on the golf course or off the golf course in in the situations that you need to be in. But most importantly, he's going to replicate pressure. He's going to get you uncomfortable. He's going to get you to that breaking point. And the only way I know to do that is to do it in a team. Because on a Saturday morning when you go and play golf, you usually have three other peoples and a scorecard and a group behind, the, behind you and an expectation of playing well, and that puts a lot of pressure on you. And so when you take a lesson, even if it's on a golf course with a professional one-on-one, and uh, you're out there on the back nine with no one else around, with no scorecard, hitting three golf balls at a time – Yes, it's transitioning you to the golf course, but is it actually stressing you? Or, t- or we we talk very much about train hard to play easy. You know, if you look at the Marines, if you look at NFL football players, you know, top athletes. That's what they do. They train harder than actually they have to play the game. And so when you go out there and you've played in front of your professional and three other people on you know tougher lies with pressure and 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 consequences basically to failure when you go and play with your friends, it just feels easy. And so realistically, that's what you're looking for. If you, if you really want to shoot lower scores, then you've just got to be honest, you know, how do you create success? And if you do that in your business by writing down goals, getting accountable to people, following through with specific action and training hard until you get the goal, then is a one hour lesson right for you? Probably not.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of us, when we think about getting better at golf, we think about hitting the range and working on our swing, right? Getting our technique better. And, and that's, that's the kind of the go-to because that's what it's been for the past, I don't know, 20, 25 years. That's been kind of the, the model or the standard. So if it's not technique, then will what is it? Well,
0: I would say for all golfers, very few people have a technique problem. I suppose when you first ever pick up a club, you probably have a technique problem because you know how to swing it. But I don't think the people that listen to this podcast have too many technique problems. They're going to believe that they have a technique problem, but we're going to talk to you about in this series about you have a tension problem, not a technique problem. And I can prove that because if you stand on the range and hit every golf ball with a 70-yard, 50-yard slice, then yeah, you've got a technique problem. But more often than not, aren't you hitting it pretty decent on the range? You know, you're hitting it pretty good on a Friday night and you come out on a Saturday morning and hit OB on the first tee box. You know, haven't you had it where you stand, you know, playing with friends, you hit one into the junk, you drop a second ball down, you hit it straight on the green. You know, have you had it where you've had an amazing front nine and on the back nine you play terrible? You know, you can't stumble across technique and be really skilled for nine holes and then lose it for nine holes or have it on a driving range and then lose it while you walk to the first tee what happens is is you get tension through expectations and you want to play well and you've practiced hard and you've got your new driver and you want to you want to win and you want to take money off of your buddies and you don't want to miss it and you know, all that tension, you know, those expectations lead to tension. And then that tension is then comes out with tight, quick swings, which lead to horrible goal shots, which is lost golf balls. And then you spin out of control. So most people are are thinking, if my swing was better, then I wouldn't have this problem. But the fact is, how do tour players go out and shoot 82 in the final round of the US Open, Dustin Johnson? I don't think he lost his technique. I think the tension level got too high. How do tour players chunk a golf ball twice in a row into a water hazard or Augusta and lose the masters? Jordan Spieth. I'm not talking down about them, but they didn't ever lose technique. Tension overcame their level of comfort and they weren't able to execute those shots. So really what we've got to start to understand is, is that most of us actually have a tension problem. And is your coach addressing that or is he just fixing your technique to try and make you this perfect golfer? That's never happened. It's never happened in history to perfect golfer. Um, And the better you get at golf, the more you realize you're going to miss hit it. And so you get more acceptance, lower expectations and play better. So those are the things that we really need to be coaching. And in this series, what I want to go over is, look, let's cut out the stuff that you don't really need to be working on and really start to understand there are certain disciplines and there are certain key areas that you have to start to learn and learn to even master them because you're in control of them. And if you do that, you will have success Even if you never touch your golf swing again, you'll have success.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, golfers might have heard the phrase or probably said it themselves, like, my swing's not consistent enough, right? As another way to make technique fit that role of, you know, I shot you know, I shot thirty six in the front nine and then forty three on the back nine or whatever it might be. Um, and, and we've always tried to justify things back to technique in some sense. Like all these common common phrases or whatever we might say is is it's back to that. However, I agree with you hundred percent. Like or swing's not consistent enough. Well, the reality is like no one swings very consistent. You know, you the best. Yeah, and players seeing in the, the game of
0: golf is not consistent because yeah. you're on different holes into different winds on different lies at different times, at different temperatures, with different people and you know you you're You're tired, you're energetic, you're jet lagged. Nothing stays constant in golf. So why do you want a constant golf swing? It's this understanding that everybody misses it. It's just how you deal with the miss. And most people put more pressure on themselves after a miss, try to hit an even harder shot, and then they make a triple bogey. And then they say, oh, if my driver would have only gone straight. It's like, well seeing the best players in the world only hit 70% of fairways and 70% of greens and they've practiced since they were two and they practiced seven, eight hours a day, you know, are we going to try and perfect a game they can't perfect? Or are we going to learn how to play it the way they play it? And then that's, that's really where I focus. And that's why we get the results we get, you know, when we're guaranteeing 10 shots in 10 weeks for anybody shooting over 85 or 86 pretty much is our low for 10 shots. And it's, people say that's not possible. Well, it is once you start to actually work on things that really make a difference through, you know, when you play. When you play the game, what's really happening on the golf course? What's happening on the driving range? Who cares? You know, that's, that's a place for you to go and experiment, you know. But it's, it's not a place where real learning happens.
1: And, and I know as a coach, we're obviously looking at, at more um, the mental side of the game as well. What, what's your approach as a coach to that side of things?
0: Well, again, I mean, that's, it's it's interesting you bring that up because again, everyone says, oh, golf's really mental. Well, I don't believe it is, you know, it's, it's not mental. I mean, if it was mental, just say you're a good golfer every single hole and just repeat that a thousand times around. The fact is golf is emotional. You know, it's very different. You know what I mean? You can have a thought and it doesn't really do much to you. You can have emotion. And it can drive you to do crazy things, right? Emotions are what drives us. And if you ask the average player, seriously, the listens right now, truthfully, no BS. What is your average emotion when you play the game of golf? What are you most commonly feeling when you play? Now, I coach all over the world. I have coaches all over the world that use our system. And I hear them and I coach them and I hear them say, well, anxiety worry, frustration, anger, disappointment, rejection. I very, very rarely hear someone say, well, I just go out there and I just enjoy myself and I'm at ease, I'm at peace and I feel free and I'm just really enjoying and I'm trusting. I don't hear that. The truth is, is that we go out there and try and perfect the game through high expectations and through those high expectations, it leads to tension and that tension leads to frustration. And then we say, if only I could play better golf while I'm trying to choke my golf club to death. But we all know I play my best golf when I am relaxed, when I'm having a good time, when I'm not thinking, when I'm not trying, when I just let go. It's kind of this idea we call the second ball golfer, right? It's this idea that on the second ball, you just don't give a crap anymore. You just, you've already hit it OB. You put the second one down and where does it go? Right down the frickin' middle. So who are you being? Well, I wasn't doubting. I wasn't, I wasn't fearful. I I let go and I I just let it happen. Okay, well, what we want to do is help you to get that golfer to come out more often because the potential is inside you, which is why golf is so frustrating. Because you wouldn't be listening to this podcast and you wouldn't play golf if you didn't think you could do it. So we talk about unlocking your potential because it's inside you, which is why it's so annoying because you know you can do it. You know you've done it before. Why the hell couldn't I do it when I needed it? Because of the amount of tension and frustration, which equals emotions that you're feeling on that shot, and so it's not through through oh the mindset. It, it's it's just realistic It's very hard to be confident when you've got a ton of anxiety and fear and worry over the golf shot. It's just that's just logic and science, you know. And so the more we can help a player start to understand their rate. Right, let's say, peak state, you might hear it in, in, in sports science. People talk about it, peak state that you perform in, your performance state. I've never heard many people say, I you know, I didn't ever hear Jordan say, You know, I perform my best when I completely doubt myself, I'm full of anxiety, totally know I'm gonna fail and then just rip it anyway. You know? <laughs> I've never heard that. So the more we can start to get rid of the junk about your golf swing and what the problems are and play the real game of golf, which is getting the ball in the frickin' hole in less shots, well, then you'll you'll start to actually make the changes which count, which are are you dealing with the right emotions when you're on the tee shot on your first shot, not your second one? And so that's really, you know, the way we get these results that we get is not through teaching people new
1: stuff. It's stripping away the stuff that just doesn't work for them. So here's what people can expect is every week, Will is going to share a coaching snippet. It's it's five to 10 minutes with Will where he dives deep into one concept that you need to understand is, is your coach that you can go implement, whether you gets out on the course or during practice. Uh, you will see those on a weekly basis. And then as you're listening, we encourage you to leave feedback in the comments or on the golf WRX forums. Uh, There is a thread for this podcast, and then we'll pop back and do Q&A episodes where we answer your questions or talk about a comment that somebody had and hopefully dive deeper. Uh, Will, I'm looking forward to this uh, and we will talk to you next week. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of unlocking your golfing potential with coach will robbins if you enjoyed this and want to learn more from will make sure to check out uh, the three scoring killer free training uh, videos that he's put over on theScoringMethod.com. you can head over there put in your email and you get those for free check it out and if you enjoy that make sure to join the scoring method program where you can learn all about unlocking your golfing potential in the full method